The Fearless Launching Show was created to answer the question, how can I launch my big idea to the world in the most simple, straightforward way possible and reach more of the right people? I'm your host, Ann Samoylov, and I've been helping six and seven figure business owners launch for over a decade. And while I love geeking out about improving launches, new launch strategies, what's working, what's not working, I'm also obsessed with exploring the heart, the mind, the challenges of running your own business. And that's what we're going to do each and every week. I want to show you how to launch that course or coaching program or other creative work and navigate the journey of being an online entrepreneur. So if you're ready for some new perspectives, some new stories around launching, well, I can't wait to share those with you. Let's get into today's episode. Well, hey there, welcome to the very last episode of 2023 and season six of the Fearless Launching Show. So here's what we're going to do today, because I sat down earlier this week to really just think through what do I want to talk about today? I wanted to think of something that either A, could be an example of what you can do in your own business or a new strategy. And so I opted for, I want to be an example. I want to make myself an example so that then you can go and do this for yourself for any part of your business. We're going to talk through what it took to get those 25 episodes up this season, this being the 25th. And we're going to talk about where we're going to go from here. I'm also going to talk about what I did as a result of what I, I discovered about the podcast. And then I'm going to break it all down and send you on your way. So first things first, the podcast. When you start a new season of a podcast, or when I do, rather, I I start thinking about the things that I want to achieve. And I come up with the content. I look how it flows. Really, each one of those is a promise, right? And to be honest, my promise to myself, I achieved that. But then I kept dropping random things inside episodes. There were a couple episodes where I said I was going to have a certain type of guest on. And then I'm like, you don't have that guest on yet. And so now that there's three different people who have to be rescheduled for the new year. And so what I'm going to do with those is I'm going to be rescheduling them. There'll be bonus episodes that come out at some point. (laughs) But you know what I discovered and really I think why this happened and why I broke my promise, that's what I say to myself, like you broke your promise, is creating, recording, and publishing multiple episodes of a podcast per week. It takes the same amount of effort that it doesn't matter what the length of them, the video is or the audio is or whatever, it takes a little bit of effort. And while some of you who might be listening might have a podcast, might have a weekly or a daily podcast, You've built up to that in terms of your momentum. Same thing with videos. Like, gosh, I mean, YouTube is definitely one of my 2024 goals, but I also know that it's going to take a little bit of building of that momentum and stamina to make sure it all gets done. Because for me, what I discovered is that I just didn't have the mental space or bandwidth to send out emails. 
as often as I wanted to, or to promote on social media so more people could find the episodes. So I think it's just worth noting that the two episodes was challenging. And in addition to just being challenging out of the box, hurdles beyond what I can really comfortably share here just kept coming up with family members, doctors, school things, unexpected shifts in client projects throughout this time. I had to fight for every single recording session and episode. <laughs> there were some weeks when Libsyn, I'm so sorry, Libsyn, I'm calling you out, that it just wasn't publishing my podcast. You may have even seen one week where it published like this two-second clip. I don't even know where this clip came from. It certainly wasn't what I uploaded. And so there were tech issues. So I think that I'm glad that I kept fighting for them because we did have episodes every single week as I intended. But yeah, I had to fight to carve out that time, the mental space in order to get these to you. And I'm like, yes, you got them out, girl. That's what I'm saying to myself. I'm patting myself on the back. That's an accomplishment. So if you've got something that you've had to power through, then do that for yourself. Say, yeah, I got those out. It may have not been in the way that I necessarily wanted to 100% of the time, but I got them out. And now I'm sharing them with you. And I was happy to get feedback from many of you. So what else? In terms of the podcast, I realized that my I some point during this season, as I was not batching them in the way that I thought that I was going to, I was like, gosh, this is called the Fearless Launching Show. Does this kind of fit in that? I had to keep coming back to the name and I'm not going to lie. It made me annoyed. I'm like, I don't want to be held hostage by my name, by the podcast name. But I still tried to bring everything back around to business, launching your big ideas. Because even though I talked about things like running your business more simply and sunsetting products and making offers, sometimes those were also about planning, productivity. Those all do fit under the how to get your big ideas out into the world. But honestly, so I have to revisit that a little bit and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens there. I'll probably come back and it'll still be the Fearless Launching Show. But I do think about that because I, th because I hope now people do expand that word launching because I feel like launching is just any number of ways that you might want to get your big, important work out into the world. Also, because I noticed that there was so much time involved for me to do those two episodes. Now, that might not be the case. Once I get still get into that mode and I have a team to support me doing the work, right now I'm only going to do one episode a week in 2024 for the season seven. There may be weeks when I do some bonus episodes when I have more energy and space, but I'm not going to make that promise and then fall short of that. Something that took a back seat because of the two episodes a week were a slow start on emailing you weekly, no social media sharing these episodes. And so for me to do those, mama has a lot to consider as we move into 2024. So 
because of this and because I really started to look at the way I'm doing work right now, if things were going to improve, what things could I see needed to improve, what things were already on the path and the track to improve, I decided that I needed to just figure out what 2024 was going to be about. So about two weeks ago, I decided, you know what, I've got to focus, I got to figure out what my focus is during 2024. How am I going to stay focused? So I pulled out a few things and I mentioned these actually in last week's newsletter that went out on Sundays. They go out on Sunday mornings just because, or Sundays, just because it feels easier for me and everything has to be, if I'm putting new things in, it's got to be easy. And so if you aren't on that list, make sure you head over, grab the launch workbook because then that adds you to the newsletter list. So here's what I did. <laughs> I pulled out my own 12-month map maker course, which is something some of you received as a gift back in November if you claimed it during the week of Thanksgiving, Black Friday, all of that. And you might already have it if you've already purchased it because it's been around for a while. This allows you to design a 12-month marketing and launch map. It just is a literally a essentially the main part of it is one page with 12 boxes and listed in the boxes when you're launching or when you're promoting something. That's it. And so I did this. So once I did that, I was like, okay, so I have an idea. Here's when time is off. Here's when we're doing this. Here's when I'm not doing anything. And so I was a little happier to know, okay, here's where I'm headed. And I was able to figure out some more details as well, of course, because there's a workbook that goes with it that has you filling out some other things. But within a few days of me doing that, along came a promo for a little class I still had access to from last year, which is from Steph Crowder. I'm going to link this, link you to it in the show notes only because I think that the recording is still available. You can buy the one from this year, if I'm not mistaken. And that is Year on the Wall with Steph Crowder. I definitely recommend that. She is a sales and marketing coach and more. She's just, she's a brilliant coach. And I was so lucky to get to work with her when I was in a program called High Ticket Hybrid. Steph was my favorite. Steph was my reason <laughs> for being very happy in that program. I watched that class again. And I just went through it, had my big planner on the wall and I had all my post-its and I was able to set a few more things into that map. So there was the map. The first, it was like, okay, here's just basically what I want to do. And then the next layer was the more detail on things that were already planned, things that were already happening or booked. And then more of the why and the numbers I wanted to reach for the year. Okay. Which was great. I may need to post these on social this week because it is interesting to see the 12 month map, just like the basics. And then the year on the wall, which really is the detailed kind of, oh, this is what's happening this week. Okay. This is what type of activity and project that is. It's great. It's great to see how those two kind of flow into the next. So if you want to see those two things, let me know. I'll post them. I'll share them <laughs> with you. I'm happy to do that. But that wasn't the end of it, okay? 
because I knew that there was a lot for me to do in order to reach these goals, right? I had a lot to, there were a lot of steps that were going to be needed. I couldn't just say, you're going to launch this. Well, what how do I prepare for that? So I went to my asana, which is something that I've used for a long time. And I realized, I, I looked in here to be like, okay, what's happening? But just was, it hadn't been used in a while. So Asana is where I've had my business hub, all my systems listed. They're not, they weren't updated until recently, but all of my systems, all of my project maps and templates, things that I usually share in the incubator or in Fearless Launching or other programs and work when I'm working with contractors over the years. And honestly, I veered away last year a little bit. Now <laughs> I'm back. But back in 2021 was when I was back in it again. And I purchased Louise Henry's Up Level with Asana program. I was like, I'm not going to learn too much in this. I just really want to see her templates. And the templates were great, but the program really is amazing. And it's so simple to the point. And of course, Louise is just a sweetheart. So you will just, if you are in this program, you know what I'm talking about. She's just sweet. There's nobody who could say a mean word about her. Anyways, I think I set up my Asana at the time, but then by the end of 2021, for various reasons, again, just being a single mom, you just get torn away from what you're doing so much so often. And I think it started with me. I just didn't check my Asana daily. And then during 2022, I don't even think I really used a planner at all because I was deep in the midst of producing two, two shows for their visual effects. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, now I'm back and setting up Asana again. So I was able to, using some of the templates that Louise uh, provides in that program, setting goals for the year. There's a really great template for that project template, targets for each year and month, and then getting crystal clear on everything I want 2024 to look like. So as you can guess, <laughs> I was able to pull everything from the map maker and the year on the wall into Asana, which was great. And all of it includes like how often I'm doing the podcast. I'll get to that in a second, actually. And the reason I jumped into Asana and started tinkering was so I could really map out what I would need to do, what I could control so I could start living in reality instead of saying, oh, I'm going to do three episodes a week or five. What do I need to do weekly and monthly to hit these goals? Okay, if I want to produce this podcast at the highest quality that I possibly can. What do I need to do? What is that process? What systems do I need to document to better hit those weekly and monthly goals? And so I ended up with a bunch of templated tasks, which is a great thing that you can do in Asana for my podcasts, for my graphics, for my social media, different things like that, and just content in general. And this really allows me to have something that I haven't had for a while, which is all the pieces at my fingertips. And thus, likely why two episodes was taking so long, because 
yeah, I would have all my episodes. I'm doing those in Notion and I'm writing those out. And then I'm like, okay, where am I going to record it? And then where's the graphic for the YouTube distribution? And so instead of searching everywhere for a thumbnail or the notes to the podcast or the affiliate links or whatever, or the links in general, now everything is inside the task, the templated task. And I just click copy on it each time I need to schedule and do it. And it allows me to then scale it and add someone else's name to it as I have other people working in the process as well. (laughs) When I'm going to be doing revenue generating activities, this is even more important because one of the things that I'm prioritizing for January is a promotion for a program called Time Genius. And I'm just telling you about it right now because if you don't know about Time Genius, you're going to know about Time Genius. It really is an amazing program that truly helped me get to the bottom of seriously numerous time, burnout, and focus challenges that I have struggled with for years. And now I actually have tools to like keep those chill, less burnout, no burnout at this moment, and less time to, to do things and just less mental energy spent. So, you know, stay tuned on how you can learn about this and because I want to share what tools from the program that I've actually continued to use. Now, I'm also a mentor in the program, so it's great because every time it comes around, I'm like, yep, are you still doing this? I'm able to give myself that reflection, that review to make sure I'm still doing the things to stay on track. But generally... Here's how these promotions generally go. I usually say, oh yeah, I'm going to promote that. And then I leave everything up to the last minute. And then guess what? I don't do anything. I share one thing and then I'm like, eh. But these, I very rarely take on these types of things. And when I do, they're usually important to me. So when something is important to you, you need to make sure you, you have a plan for that. And I don't have the bandwidth to just leave things to chance. Uh, I guess I'll share that on Instagram. <laughs> it's like no no plan whatsoever, which is crazy to me. So all this to say, now that I have Asana, I have a clear project plan. I know when I'm doing the content. I know when I'm writing out all the emails and I'm creating all the graphics for this. I have dates on my calendar. I know when I have to start sharing. I I have a plan for every part of the promotion for myself, which I'm so proud of. Awesome. Stay tuned though, because at the very least, you'll be able to read a blog post slash podcast where I talk about the program. And then that way you can get a little bit more insight into why I'm so jazzed about it. All right. All this planning, mapping, asana-ing from the fall of getting my podcast back up and running. Because I think that in itself was such a study in how we really build momentum. And if there's one thing that I wish I had done when I was doing all these other projects in 22 slash 23, was I wish I had still been doing the podcast because it there's a process and a rhythm to it, right? And it, and it really was tough getting back into it. But now that that is back up and running 
and I have reflected on how it went, now I understand why all these tools that I previously used and just laid to the side, that's why they're there for me, to keep me on track, to keep me remembering and asking myself, okay, what's the focus here? It doesn't mean I don't, I won't want to change my focus. It just means I have a place to hold my focus that I check in with every single day. As I leave you today, I want to encourage you to take action. So this is the kind of rough three-part process that I took myself, and I want to encourage you to do the same. Now, of course, you can go to the show notes and you can check out You're on the Wall. And I w- unfortunately, the 12-month map maker is not available for sale. I think it might be one of the add-ons to something else. So first things first then, just list out the 12 months or make 12 boxes and what you want to do in each month for revenue generating activities. Nothing fancy is needed. You don't have to be launching every single month, but I do want you to think about how you're going to generate revenue or focus on an activity that will generate revenue. It could be you promoting someone else's product or service or thing. It could be a bundle you're part of or a summit you're part of or something else like that. It could be you just letting people know that something is coming in the coming month. That is going to be totally up to you. Or it could be you just focusing like, oh, I think in May I'm going to mostly promote my evergreen product and then you're going to send three emails during the month or something like that. Whatever the case is, Don't worry about the how you're going to do it. Just focus on what you're going to focus on each and every month. Now, of course, know when you're going to be taking time off, of course, but the business can still be focused on things even if you're off. Number two, take note of one, maybe two bigger things you want to focus on for the year. Maybe like one work, one personal. Then what you think you're going to need to do to make that happen. Laura Roeder, a good friend of mine, used to say, what are you going to do to make it inevitable? Like, what's everything you have control over doing to make that thing happen? Is it to start a podcast? Is it to, is it to grow your list? Certain things you don't have absolute control over, but think about the items you have control over and just think about what those might be, what those tasks and things that you can do for your bigger goals. Now, based on those tasks or things you need to do, decide if you might need any templates or processes listed out with links to anything. So for instance, like I mentioned, my podcast in, in one task, like a weekly task, my podcast might have one, two, three, four, five. Of course it has more than that, but I just listed uh, some basics here, like five subtasks. Like it'll have the link to the notion board where I write my script. It'll list out the process of where I record, where I edit, where it's published, links to those folders, because you want to think in terms of if there's any part of the process someone might be able to do or can do immediately, Make it a standalone task so that they can just handle it, but you are going to need to put links in there. So for instance, this podcast, when I'm finished editing, actually, I even put the the source, the immediate recording, 
goes into Dropbox for the season and the episode. I go to Descript first. Descript is an amazing tool. Descript, I remove all the, uh, if I can, I remove all the extra filler words. Then I export that audio, bring it into the template that's in GarageBand, export that back into Dropbox, upload that to Libsyn. You see all those steps of the process. If you can just list all those out and then link to your YouTube channel, thumbnail, link to your Canva graphic, link to list out how many graphics for promo you need to create and create those, make that a task. So you, you probably, and I didn't even say my tasks in order, all of them, but it's good to have that list. So if you know you create one piece of free content every month, every week, and let's say even if it's just a newsletter or if it's just social media, what are the things that you are going to repeat every single time you do it? And then create those as templates. Now, this is just basics, okay? Of course, you can go as deep as I did or even deeper. And I want you to consider checking out any of these resources that I've shared. I've put some of those below. I put Louise's course, Steph's workshop. Okay, that's it. I can keep going here. What I'd love for you to do is have an amazing rest of your year and holiday season. Thank you all so much for listening. Stay tuned for season seven, starting the first week of January. And... I'm thrilled that we made it, right? We made it. Have a lovely rest of your week. And I do hope I get to connect with you more over on Instagram. And if you don't see me over there, send me a message and be like, hey, I thought you were going to post. <laughs> I need that. Please do that for me, please. Okay, have a great one. Happy holidays and happy new year.